Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Tanya Laveras Candy. She is an entrepreneur, speaker, philanthropist, and the CEO and co-founder of Mothersphere, based in the UK. How are you doing today, Tanya? Hi, Brad. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really well, thank you. And you? Good. I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here on the Empowerography podcast. I appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. I'm honored to be here today. So Tanya, as I mentioned, you're an entrepreneur, speaker, philanthropist, the CEO and co-founder of Mothersphere, and last but certainly not least, a mother and a wife. How do you find the time to juggle all of these things, Tanya? (laughs) I know. I I wear many hats. (laughs) Yes. I think managing to balance them all mainly comes down to having good time management. And I love for everything that I do. I am super organized. I have a digital and a written diary. I try to be realistic about the goals that I set in them. My husband and I also have equal responsibilities at home and with our son, which gives us both the capacity to thrive to our full potential as people and as parents. You know, it's just so important to me to embrace being a wife and a mother, but also to maintain my sense of self and to always keep growing as an individual organization yes 100 (laughs) percent now you come from a long line of successful entrepreneurs in your family and you even worked in the family business of property and yacht chartering can you talk a bit about that experience and how this experience has benefited you on your own journey as an entrepreneur yes absolutely so i had an incredibly inspiring upbringing my grandfather was a huge inspiration to me He had a very colorful life, which he himself described as a rags to riches tale. He was born to a farmer in Cyprus, came to London to find work, became a delivery driver at a cake shop. And just with his warm personality, his entrepreneurial spirit, he eventually managed to build multi-million pound businesses. He spent the last 15 years of his life living in Monaco as a pioneer in the world of super yachts. So from an early age, I know he's incredible and I guess from an early age, I aspired to running my own businesses and I saw firsthand that if you can dream it, you can really make it happen. As long as one is passionate, hardworking, kind to others, we all have that ability to achieve anything that we want in life. So I worked summers with my grandfather in Monaco, attended meetings, organized events for royals and VIPs on the yachts and managed the crew in their tasks. We had the largest fleet of yachts in the industry. So our clientele demanded and expected the best. So I gained a thorough understanding of client relationships. And I would also say that having this experience really excelled my work ethic. Uh-huh. As well, my grandfather had this like equilibrium of 
delivering a superior service, but also maintaining a healthy life balance. Yeah. Um, yeah, simultaneously, I, I worked with my parents within the property industry, and I just learned how to invest and manage properties, which actually inspired me to invest in my own and build my own portfolio over the years. Amazing. What an amazing attitude you have about it. I love it. I think that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. You also sit on a board of directors of a property company. Can you talk a bit about your role on the board of directors? Yeah, sure. So we make strategic and operational decisions and make sure that we are compliant with landlord and tenant law. So we have the resp- responsibility of maintaining the properties and we have to consider the long-term impact of any decision that we make as to how it will affect the owners of the flats and the buildings or their tenants or the environment and just the wider community really. Okay and you also in addition to all of this <laughs> have pretty extensive experience working in the world of PR event and media. Can you speak a bit about the experience and how that's helped shape your entrepreneurship or entrepreneurial bug that you have? Absolutely. So I wanted to explore my own identity outside of the family businesses. I've always been passionate about fashion, PR and broadcast media. So I just kind of took a leap of faith in myself and applied for internships all around London. I ended up securing an internship at the leading brand building global agency in Mayfair. And I just worked my way up the ladder there. I worked really hard. I obtained a job in logistics, packing and shipping brands to VIPs and press. And eventually I became a director of the VIP services, which covered VIP relations and brand partnerships and events. And oh, it was just such an amazing time in my life. I remember skipping Easter lunch to do a dress fitting with Penelope Cruz. I used to have, I know it was amazing. And I (laughs) had Madonna's items from Givenchy at my home and I worked through the night on the Oscars and the Golden Globes. Yeah, it was just incredible. It was so enjoyable. And I learned so many transferable skills from each role from, you know, multitasking, collaborating with others, learning how to work effectively under pressure and problem solve. It it definitely shaped me as an entrepreneur and and alongside that I interviewed celebrities and entrepreneurs on location in London and Monaco and this was also so valuable just you know hearing their journeys and their advice it just really inspired me that's incredible how long did you work in that world well almost five years yeah almost five years. do you miss it at all I you know I still get a lot of the best bits of it yeah. in the sense that um I'm still very close with a lot of the people that work there and get to go to all the fun events. Oh, there <laughs> and, you go. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I have to say that I, I don't really miss the work, but I, yeah. I definitely enjoyed the time that I had there. And it was an incredibly valuable part of my life. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I mean, you don't have to do the work, but you enjoy the fringe benefits of it still. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's win-win, right? <laughs> that's right. You can't, you can't get any, it doesn't get any better than that. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that, I mean, you do a fair bit of philanthropic work. What is it that inspires you to do that philanthropic work that you do? And how did you start out in that world? Well, my family have always illustrated how important philanthropy is. I've always been involved in organizing events and fundraisers. I'm a member of the Ladies Auxiliary Committee at my family's local church, where we empower women in the community to find purpose outside of their homes and give them the opportunity to work alongside us in helping to feed the homeless, help run the church, organize community events for schools and visit and help the elderly and, and more. I've also volunteered at the Felix Project, which 
felt extremely humbling to actually be hands-on and sort and deliver food to those who need it most. Uh Definitely an eye-opener. And alongside these, I support different charities that I just feel connections with. You know, UN Women, I believe it's imperative to empower women and future generations, as I know you agree with. Uh I love your podcast. And Bliss Charity and Sands Charities, they focus on helping families like mine who have had babies born prematurely or sick and those who have experienced child loss. So, you know, when you're brought up being shown how important it is to give back to others and how much you can change other people's lives with just generosity and time, you just become philanthropic by nature. And it's just values now that I'm also teaching my son, you know, and empowering generation that's that's what i was just about to ask i'm I'm sure you're teaching your son and how are you how are you teaching him about philanthropy and and the things you do you know he's three years old now and he already understands it so at christmas time at easter time his birthday celebrations we don't give gifts without giving so that's the way i'm kind of teaching him from such an early age so when he'll be getting his Christmas presents will be also going and giving a bunch of his toys and books that he personally picks. It was difficult, but (laughs) but, but he he did do it. It was was a lot of like, what about this one? No, what about this one? (laughs) But eventually, you know, he understood it and we took them there and we take them to different charities and the same with food food shop and we do food shop Uh um, occasions. And I think it just installs that thing. So So now he understands that you receive and you give at the same yeah. time and i think that's the way for a three-year-old um really that i can the only thing that i can do yeah i i think it's incredible what you're doing though starting him and learning and teaching him at such a young age about philanthropy and giving and receiving i think it's amazing thank you thank you it's so important tanya i read that your company that your ceo and co-founder of mother sphere was somewhat born out of your own personal struggle and journey can you talk to us a bit about your personal struggles and journey? Yes, absolutely. So it definitely was the catalyst for me to co-create Mothersphere. My journey to motherhood was very traumatic. I guess the journey began trying to conceive. I have yeah. endometriosis and polystic ovary syndrome, okay. which makes getting pregnant a lot harder. Right. It took me a couple of years to get pregnant. And when I was fortunate enough to become pregnant, I went straight to the doctor to get a scan and found out at eight weeks that... I was pregnant with twins and we were over the moon. We were so, so delighted. However, at 25 weeks pregnant, my life became really, really at risk due to having preeclampsia. And I had to give birth immediately via an emergency C-section. Oh my gosh. I didn't actually make it to my third trimester of pregnancy. Um, My daughter, Grace, didn't survive the birth. And my son, Jonas, was born weighing just one pound. Holy... It was very traumatic and I heard him cry when he was taken out of me, but he did stop breathing and had to be resuscitated and then was whisked away to the neonatal care. And myself, I lost three liters of blood and countless blood transfusions. So the whole start to my motherhood journey was incredibly difficult. Yeah. Wow. One pound. Holy crap. I'm so sorry for your loss, Tanya. How did you overcome that that ordeal? What helped you to overcome and deal with that personal struggle? It's a good question. You really never know how strong you are until you have to be. There really is an inner strength that we all have that is ignited when trauma happens to you. So there are a few things I think that really helped me to overcome the grief and trauma. 
the love for my children, my husband and my family really helped me to overcome the darkness. At first, I was purely living for them. I kept reminding myself my son was fighting. How could I not? too and I had to support him and be there with my husband who was incredible I just I just took one day at a time I ensured that I was consciously making decisions for myself and my son in hospital which actually gave me some kind of control over my journey rather than living reactively to my situation and that because that would make me feel even more helpless so it was hard to have full control and lead the situation as obviously we relied on medical professionals and his body to fight however I was proactive in learning about his medical needs and involving myself entirely in his journey rather than sitting back and being an autopilot throughout that time. And I was just extremely lucky to have my husband with me at all times. He was my strength. And in turn, I was his, you know, I can't imagine having not have had him there. He went above and beyond. He didn't leave my side. He even carried me to the incubator when I didn't have the strength to step off the wall. But wanted to see my son, you know, it's just finding that support, whether that be from, your husband, your partner, family, online, through professionals. It's just totally vital to overcome adversity. We made a support family within the neonatal unit with other parents who we are also still super close with now, which is lovely. That's we, amazing. It's such a special relationship. You know, we we drew strength from each other. Yeah. We learned from each other, supported each other. And it was just the key to us collectively overcoming the adversity, really being able to voice our emotions and share our upset and experiences and just know that we were not alone in that journey yeah for sure yeah how have these experiences helped shape the tanya you are today do you think i think it's taught me to love more deeply and just not to take anything for granted like even when you're at your lowest point you can return there is life after loss and there is hope for the future so i guess it shaped me into being quite fearless now and accelerated my drive to achieve and to live a life that my son and my daughter would be proud of. Yeah. yeah. So was starting or founding Mother's Sphere somewhat cathartic and therapeutic in your recovery and your dealing with and overcoming the, the personal pain and struggles? Oh, absolutely. And it still is. Yeah. Um, I think having felt supported myself through my struggles, there is nothing I could want more than to be able to do the same for other people and help them to find that light and to thrive in all areas of their lives and pursue their purpose, you know? Uh uh Can you tell us a bit about Mother Sphere, what it's all about? Yes. So Mother Sphere is an inclusive, supportive and positive global platform for mothers to feel involved and engaged in. So mothers often feel isolated and we have created a platform in which we connect them to not just a community in person and online, but also experts and organizations and valuable services that can assist them on their motherhood journey. Okay. Now, is this, is this global or is it, is it local to the UK or? It's global. It's global. We, um, we have such a diverse range of mothers on all all different backgrounds and an incredible community across the world. And it's just growing so rapidly, which is, so wonderful to see and everybody just wants to connect and support each other that's incredible is it for is it only for mothers who have been through loss no it's for all mothers so we have literally every background so we connect different mothers so obviously for example somebody who's been through a similar experience to mine we have 
a mentorship program where we will then put them in touch with somebody else who has been through a similar experience and so forth. And somebody who wants to find new opportunities in their career, we can put them in touch with a mental, a mental mother, we call them, um, who might be able to help them accelerate their career in the way that they want, want to do that. So it really covers every type of mother. That is so incredible. Wow. And how long ago was Mother Sphere started? You know, it was only just over a year ago now. Wow. Yeah, I've just had an incredible response to it. It's been, I think, maybe the timing with lockdown. Yeah. It was very much needed. So I think that's why it had such a rapid growth. Right. How did you come up with a name for the company? Well, we actually came up with it quite quickly. It was... It was always going to begin with mother. My mm-hmm. co-founder is actually Canadian and she says, oh, really? yeah. And she says, mom, and, yeah. I'm and I say mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so neither of us can resonate with the other version of the word. So we went for a universal word, <laughs> which is mother. That's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we obviously had the, every intention of this being a global company for every mother. So we just love the idea of a sphere. Yeah. And that's, that's how it came up. <laughs> how, how did you two meet? We actually met doing philanthropic work. So we both are huge advocates for women empowerment and we put on a big event last year mm-hmm. that was for the UN women campaign, gender equality alongside raising funds for bliss charity, which is a charity over here for neonatal care. Okay. And um, we just put this big event on on International Women's Day last year, and we just really bonded. We have the same vision of what we want to change and in the world, and what help we want to give people. And yeah, it just organically came together. We started to write a book together, and as wow. part, of, uh, yeah, as part of that book, we decided that we should start interviewing mums, which we ended up te- video recording on Zoom yeah. and posting onto our Instagram as a Mothers Connect series, and it just evolved from there. Really, that's so, yeah. incredible, amazing. <laughs> What's the vision for the company? Where do you see the company going? Where do you want to take it? Well, we're an impact-driven company. And so the goal is for us to make a substantial difference to the lives of mothers across the world. So we want to redefine motherhood and show that being a mother is a super strength. We have already now a corporate program in place to help mothers go back to the workplace and also have the flexibility in the workplace and have sort of breastfeeding rooms implemented and things to make mothers have an advantage back at work again and Mm -hmm. you know seen negatively and we have have written a book with young women which will be released early next year and we have a few other exciting projects on the horizon amazing what's what's the book called can i ask it's actually called mother sphere Um, okay it, it has different women in it who are absolutely incredible i wish i could tell you more at this stage (laughs) (laughs) i can't i know it's the worst thing to say in an interview as well (laughs) but um yeah it's it's incredible we'll have to touch base on it towards the end i would love to have you back on the show once it's been released and we can talk about it and get the word out there about it absolutely absolutely incredible (laughs) thank you what inspires you most about the work you're doing with mother sphere a hundred percent the mothers you know the community the way everyone shows up for each other they share so authentically with each other support each other it's just so refreshing to see mothers support each other in this way it's inspiring to see how 
as women, if we support each other and collaborate with each other, we can just move mountains. Yeah, I mean, I read recently and a couple other women have told me that women were have been the hardest hit during this pandemic in terms of job loss and financial loss. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's just atrocious, you know, it is. why, why is yeah. that the case? Why are they seen differently to men? And it's something that we're trying to encourage our community right now to speak up and use your voice as a woman and as a mother, because now is the time for change. You know, yeah jobs have been lost we are learning to be flexible working from home from zoom rather than being in an office so as a mother these are things that would be a perfect and ideal as a mother to you know have that flexibility to work from home that jobs just weren't allowing before yeah for sure we just that this is the exact (coughs) time for women and mothers to speak up and to try and change that dialogue well it needs to i mean it's been this way for so long it's time that we shift the thinking. And I think that there is progress being made. I don't think it's happening as quickly as it needs to, but I think that it is starting to happen, which is great. The shift is there. What about, what are your thoughts on that? Are you seeing the shift being so deeply entrenched in it with mother's fear and whatnot? Are you seeing the shift? I do see the shift. I think the thing that I'm seeing the most of is women or mothers, majority of mothers, finding themselves through this period and realizing how important their role is and their other partner their partners are now home and seeing the work that they do so they're being more appreciated at home so I think that's the main shift and it's giving it's kind of empowering for the mothers at the moment yeah they're kind of like you know I I told you I told you so I, (laughs) I told you I was doing all this I told you I was trying to balance this alongside everything else I was doing and even you know the mothers that have full-time jobs and would usually have some help at home and the husband obviously has their full-time job they're showing that why should they come home at the end of the day and cook the dinner yeah. and put the children to bed when you know they've been working all day too so I, I think it's definitely given given that voice and that empowered mothers during this period for sure yeah is is mother sphere your your main or primary focus Tanya at the moment, yes, it is, mainly because the properties kind of take care of themselves. So right. it's very in and out world, you know, tenant leaves, I, I organize the next thing that happens to come in and out, you know, and the stuff like that. So they're kind of taking care of themselves the majority of the time. It is still a juggle, but Mother's Fear is something that I'm so passionate about growing right now. Yeah. Yeah. To date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? I would say it's a really good question. I would say probably the biggest high was the day I, I walked out of hospital with my son. Yeah. I think we still had a journey to go with him. You know, he came home in oxygen support and there was a lot of work that was yet to come. But I'll never forget that feeling, that high, that happiness we felt. Just being able to sleep next to him that night after three months of not being able to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would definitely be my high. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Oh, I wish I had superpowers. <laughs> you do. I, I wish, but I, I, you know, I really think it all comes down to working really, really hard and just being driven and just loving what I do. I, I'm really hands-on. I believe that you have to empower the people around you and you get better results out of them if you're willing to work alongside them, not just above them, you know? Yeah. 
it's just working really hard, really. Okay. Speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you? Success to me is feeling fulfilled and achieving my goals. Love it. Thank you. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? You know, just seeing my child happy. I Uh think they're so innocent and just to see them happy, you know, you feel like you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? I would say not to take life for granted. I guess having almost lost my life, I just feel a gratitude to still be here. And I just live life much more fully now. And I consciously enjoy all the little moments that maybe I wouldn't have before as I I was too fast paced to kind of recognize them. So, um, yeah, just enjoying those moments and the big ones too and, and just making the most out of life. Yeah. I think the pandemic's had a hand in teaching us all that lesson of of slowing down and enjoying the small things and, and taking notice of them. I mean, because before, I mean, life just moves so quick. We're all so busy all the time and we don't even take notice of the small little things. Absolutely. It's so true. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received, Tanya? To listen to my intuition and to trust myself. And it's it's the best advice and it's something that I always give back to people now. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is one of your favorite quotes? I love Maya Angelou. So I think the, the one that I always say is people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you make them feel. Yeah, that's a great quote. I love that quote. Yeah. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Empowerment is having the power to be ourselves, to speak our mind and contribute to the world in our own way. When we are empowered in our own lives, we take control of our future and make positive changes. And this in turn then empowers others to do the same. Love it. Can you share a situation that's occurred in your life that you feel provides insight to your character, who you, who Tanya is? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I'm not sure about a situation, but I think, I think you can gain insight into my character by just the multiple roles that I play. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my son inspires me every day. I'm always driven to keep achieving I'm, you know, I'm, I'm now studying for my diploma in coaching and mentoring alongside. Oh, amazing. Else. Congratulations. Thank you. I just, you know, I just believe that we should never stop learning and we should pursue all the avenues that we want to in life. I think it's so healthy to keep challenging ourselves, even when we are busy with business and family life, we just should never stop growing. <laughs> yeah. But do you ever get people, so you've got your, your many irons in the fire, so to speak, and many things you want to do. Do you ever find that the external noise from people saying, well, Tanya, what are you doing? You have, you're, you're trying to do this and you've got this and you've got so much on the go. Don't you think you should just relax and focus on one thing or focus on a couple of things as opposed to over here and over there? Do you ever get that? Not as much now because I feel that I don't listen to negativity and I never ask anyone's opinion anymore I think that's something that I learned pre-babies it's important to do everything that you want to do because Uh success is the answer right so when you see me being successful in every area 
which thankfully, touch wood, <laughs> I am right now, you can then see that it's possible to do yeah. more than one thing. And we can achieve everything that we want to achieve in life. And it's only other people placing their own issues onto you when they say, you know, things like that. It's yeah. by, by trying to bring you down because they might not have had the ambition or had the focus or the drive to be able to facilitate all the things that they wanted to do so I just I would say that it doesn't bring me down it makes me more driven to do more to be honest uh, yeah I, 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 I that. that person I I will keep going until I succeed in in what I need to succeed in <laughs> and, I, and as well that's a great example to set for your son for our for our children to to show them that you can do anything absolutely anything you want in life you just have to put the work in put your mind to it and do it absolutely you know everything really is possible yeah Yeah. for sure tanya what do you feel most grateful for in your life for sure my family and for my health Yeah. yeah what are you most proud of Oh, I think, I think, you know, my answer will be my my son. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of him. I, you know, he's just achieved so much and he's only three. (laughs) I I remember leaving the hospital and one of the nurses said to me, he's graduating a life that most won't even live until they're a hundred years old. And it stuck with me because I just thought, wow, you know, how, how proud am I of this, this little human <laughs> that I created? Yeah, for the fight, the fight he's been through. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that resilience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. How would you like to be remembered? For leading with kindness to show that you can be a CEO, you can be successful in running multiple businesses and you can still be kind. I think it's incredibly important and I'd love to be remembered in that way. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions just be one, two, three word answer type thing. Okay. Okay, cool. How would you describe yourself in one word? Passionate. What makes you smile? My family. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Lead from your heart and love what you do. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? A long, healthy, happy life. If you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would that be? I'm Just a Girl by No Doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So empowering. (laughs) Yes, I love it. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? There's so much to change, but I think equal rights, something that I feel particularly strong about, you know, no matter what gender, nationality, race, religion, sexuality, or color we are, we should all have equal rights. Yes. What's the first thing you notice about a person? That smile. Entrepreneur life is? Rewarding. My favorite way to unwind is? Listening to music in a bubble bath. (laughs) (laughs) The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? this podcast and (laughs) (laughs) of course and Michelle Obama becoming awesome that concludes our rapid fire section now back to our regularly scheduled program (laughs) 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 what's the most recent investment you've made in yourself probably to do my diploma in coaching and mentoring my education what inspired that what made you want to do that I speak to so many women and and actually men and just parents in general especially for my social media and I'm constantly giving them advice and mentoring them through different situations that I've been through myself that they've read that I've been through and I just felt that 
I wanted to develop my skills. You know, I wanted to be able to give them more advice and feel that I'm leading them to the right place just to yeah. have more information. You can never know too much. And so I just decided, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's get this diploma. Let's get more knowledge and be able to facilitate that. I love it. I love your drive. It's incredible. Thank Absolutely you. incredible. Thank you. <laughs> what is your personal motto? Be kind because everyone you meet is fighting their own battles. Yes. Yeah. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Oh, Brad, I think, I honestly think you've asked everything. The interview's been so thought-provoking. It's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. <laughs> if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, Tanya, what would that one piece of advice be? Growing up, I was definitely a people pleaser. So I guess if I could go back, I would just tell my younger self that we can't be everything to everybody and still be true to ourselves so we just have to take the lead in our own lives and to know our limits and it's the only way to ensure that we have the energy to be the best versions of ourselves and to stay in control of our own lives and not just be a passenger in other people's i love that analogy not be a passenger in other people's lives that's a great analogy thank you yeah lastly tanya if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world what would that last 30 seconds sound like same (laughs) (laughs) it's 30 seconds not a long time okay let's go it doesn't have to be right on the nose you can go over you can be shorter it's okay (laughs) (laughs) i guess i would just say always believe in yourself and be confident in your capabilities you are the ceo of your own life you have the power to live the life that you truly want and in the face of adversity remind yourself that you have everything within you to ignite your inner strength and take control of your own destiny without allowing life's hardships to take control of you. Additionally, keep learning so that you can find out who you are and what you stand for. Give yourself the time, space and attention that you need to create the life that you want and to lead yourself through it. And just to trust your instincts and lead with your heart. Beautifully said. I love that, Tanya. So amazing and inspiring. And you are one hell of an inspirational woman with all that you've been through and what you've managed to accomplish and how you've turned that struggle into something so beautiful with Mother Sphere. And I think it's absolutely incredible. I want to thank you so very much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey. And I would love to have you back to talk about the book when it's out. And just and to, to update us on Mother Sphere and how things are going with Mother Sphere. And you are a true inspiration and I truly appreciate you and you taking the time and being here. And it's just, Thanks. this conversation has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much, Brad. I, it's been an honor to be here today. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you. And I just love the work that you're doing. I love the podcast. You are incredible. And thank you for championing us. <laughs> oh, it's my honor and my pleasure. So thank you. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Tanya Laveras-Candy. She is an entrepreneur, speaker, philanthropist, and the CEO and co-founder of Mothersphere based in the UK. Thank you so much, Tanya. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you, you too. See you soon. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. 
You can find me at visuphoria.ca and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.